0: Clients On Demand teaches coaches, consultants, thought leaders, and professional service providers how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question, how can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for your clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All of this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. The most important morning routine you can possibly have is wake up and get to work. That's the most important routine. Anything other than that is important, but I think people can go way too far. Like you see people online yeah. and they're going like, hey, so my morning routine is I wake up and then I do affirmations for 20 minutes and then I do a 10 minute cold plunge and then I stand on my head for 20 minutes and then I do, you know, and there's like 50 different things that they're supposed to do. You don't do
1: all those things? Uh, no, I
0: don't do any of that.
2: No. <laughs> no, I'm, all, no, I'm that guy.
0: I think, I think I think the most important thing is to have like one non-negotiable that you're going to do all the time. And the purpose of that non-negotiable is just to get your head in the game so that then you can switch on and and start your day and start work in the best mindset possible. But I think that it, the whole morning routine thing, it turns into this thing where it's like, I'm trying to cram, you know, an hour and a half worth of stuff into my morning. And it becomes like this little grab bag where I'm going to do 20 different things. And If you're like me, where your morning time is the most productive time that you've got. You know, if I wake up at like five, my kids aren't waking up until like seven, I got two good hours to get stuff done. So it's really important that I like hit the ground running. So for me, the only non-negotiable and I even do this when I'm in the shower so it doesn't take like a lot of extra time, is to do my gratitude and visualization and just reconnect to my goals and get myself in that, that feeling state of like fulfillment and really connected to what's most important to me because then I can start my day and I'm not worried about this or that or something else. I'm in a totally positive mindset
3: and I can get the most done. Mm-hmm. So I like that. One of the things that I noticed, though, is you're right. People will have a tendency to do it and it becomes a checklist. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. They got to do this. And the whole point of those exercises is to get you in the right frame of mind, the right frequency so that you are reconnected to your goals. Yeah. From that place. And that's why I love gratitude, because from a place of gratitude and appreciation, everything else has possibility. So that's part of my daily ritual as well. It uh, doesn't take any extra time when you wake up in the morning, first thing your eyes open up before you even get out of bed, start getting into gratitude. What what am I grateful for right now? Mm-hmm. You know, the second part is I go into what else am I grateful for with my goals coming, because I want to connect back to the goals. A lot's happened since yesterday. Right. And by doing that, then third is again, my challenges. What am I grateful for? Because those are the missing links for me to get to my goal. But I love what you said too, about um, getting the most important thing done that, you know, Pareto's law is 20% of what we do gives us 80% of our result. Most people do the opposite. They do the busy work. And even including in their daily rituals, they make it busy work versus productive. Yeah. And if you focus on the one thing today, if I got one thing done, that could make a difference. That's That now you start to become productive, not just busy.
1: Yeah. I agree in the thing of, of knocking things off, right? Like right. feeling like, oh my God, there's all these things I have to do. And only if I do these things, am I going to be productive or, you know, create abundance or have this level of manifestation. And the truth of the matter is, is all of us have routines, right? It's just a matter of do those routines, make you feel good and put you in a really great emotional state to have a happy, fulfilled, productive life, right? and so for me i think everybody does it different like for you your kids are younger so you're like okay i gotta just have that be quick i gotta do the same thing you know and and do it while i'm in the shower where i have no extra time where my kids are a little older and so for me you know i get up and i have a little bit of that time by myself and do some gratitude and some writing in my journal drink a cup of coffee with my husband that's our time to connect in the morning and then i have teenagers so i'm like I got 30 minutes before I get off to school. I just want to be in their space so I can, you know, connect to my children for that amount of time. And then I do things like a meditation, some kind of movement and plan out my day. And so I think the key is, is whatever routine that you currently have, does that have you set yourself up to have a really great day and be productive and just really... Full, as opposed to having your your ritual be by default where you wake up, you're looking at your phone, you're spending a half an hour on you know social media, or you're watching you know the news that gets you grumpy, and then you start your day a completely different way. So that's
0: well, that's a really good point because so much of what you see on social media and so much of what you see in the actual media is just really low quality stuff. Yeah, you know, it's like they say in the news industry, if it bleeds, it leads. Mm. Right, so. Is, is is this news story designed to scare you? Is it designed to make you angry? I mean, it's very rare that you see like a piece of news that's like a really great piece of news. You know, right, like right. I mean, that almost never happens. And it's because people were conditioned to respond to threats. And so what they've realized is that if you wanna grab people's eyeballs, you gotta scare them, you gotta make them angry. And the importance of having a morning routine is that you are now setting the emotional tone of your day yes. in a very conscious way instead of, like you said, Jane, allowing it to be set for you. Correct. And I think that's what most people are doing. I mean, most people wake up, they reach for their phone, they start scrolling through whatever social media, TikTok, Twitter, whatever they're into, and it's just nothing but like negativity. And then it's like that's now set the tone the for your day. That's the foundation. You wonder why you're
1: like on edge all a, Right, a, that's the foundation <laughs>
0: of everything that comes after. So it's like, are you going to allow the mass mind that we're in to do your thinking for you. Um. Or are you gonna think for yourself and set the emotional tone of your day? And I really think that's what it comes down to. So yeah. like what you do yeah. isn't as important. You gotta find some stuff that works for you. But starting your day and being conscious and deliberate about the energy that you're gonna bring to your work is I think critical. Yeah. That's that's yeah. it's it's a
2: non-negotiable. You have I, to do it. I think just to an an amalgamation of the different perspectives. It's like, if you start your day with intention versus Mm -hmm. being reactionary, it's like most people, it's like, you know, they stumble out of bed, they trip their toe and then boom, that's the dominoes for the day of how everything else is gonna lay out and having whatever the morning routine is, as long as it's done with intention to be in the best state of mind, so you can be successful through the course of the day. It's like set those dominoes, those first two to three dominoes are critical. Mm
3: -hmm. Well, I was gonna, it's funny you mentioned intention, that's exactly what I was gonna go with, but intention, Every day, the reason why my morning ritual is so critical is every day is a redeclaration and intention for what do I want to accomplish? Mm -hmm. What is most important to me and my goals? And it's really reclaiming the power of your life. And what you're saying is so important because who do I wanna show up to that life? You know, is it gonna be the best version of me or the reactionary version of me? Is it the person that's conquered a ton of challenges in my life and I remember, remember that? Or is it the one that's like, oh my God, I'm out of control. Look at all the negativity in the news. Oh my God, I can't do it. I have a choice every single morning and every morning I think you have to choose it intentionally. Mm-hmm. It's a reset. Yeah, very
1: right. much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's
3: it's a reset. And you, you,
0: what works best I think for me is I think like you said, Mark, gratitude. That's the most important thing. Same for me. But I think most people do it wrong or like they only get part of the benefit, right? So the way you get the whole benefit is you start out by being grateful for what you have now. You know, thank you for my amazing kids. Thank you for my amazing wife. And that right there puts you in a positive frame of mind because you're changing your focus to the things that make you feel good instead of the things that you don't have yet or the things that you don't feel good about, right? But you start there and you kind of get that gratitude train going. You know, thank you, thank you, thank you for my amazing kids, my amazing clients, my amazing business, whatever it is. And then you start to give thanks for the things that you don't have yet. Thank you, thank you, thank you for my amazing car. Thank you for my amazing house. And you allow yourself to like imagine and visualize what it would feel like to have that thing as if it's real today. Right. Not like something that's going to happen in the future, because then you're just conditioning yourself to feel like you don't have it yet, Right. where it's that feeling of anticipation. This is different. This is like I already have it. And I allow myself to go there and just visualize it and feel it as if it's real right now. And then it, and then you, you kind of pass through to this place of like indifference mm-hmm. where it's like how you feel about your house. You know, when you buy your dream house, you're super excited for like a couple of weeks, and then it just becomes your house. When you're doing your visualization, this way the same thing happens, right? You, you're visualizing that dream car, and then by the time you're done five, 10 minutes later, it's just your car. Yeah. And that's when you're done visualizing because you've gotten yourself into the feeling place that's already done. And uh that just does something, man. It does Mm -hmm. something to the universe. It does something to your subconscious. It does something where I think your subconscious immediately goes to work to resolve that dissonance. Like, wait a minute, I just had this car and I opened my eyes and the car is not here yet. Let's orient everything to just get the car. And so like literally every good thing in my life, like from my kids to my wife, to my house, all those really great, you know, this life, it 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 all comes from that process. Like yes. if I had like five minutes to live and I and I can only teach my kids like one thing, that would be the thing I would teach them. Because anything that you work into that gratitude exercise, you can bring into your life. Yeah. And uh and to me that's absolutely the key. And then the part that people miss, even if they get that part right, is then you have to take that with you into your day and make choices from that new reality. So what you see people do is they spend 15 minutes a day or whatever visualizing, and then they spend the other 23 hours and 45 minutes living in a way that just totally contradicts (laughs) everything that they visualize. And if that's what you do, the 23 hours and 45 minutes are gonna completely demolish (laughs) whatever you spent 15 minutes working on. And this is the tricky part, man, because like, let's say you're visualizing to yourself, you know, I'm a millionaire, I have a successful business or whatever, right? But then you go into your day and you look in your bank account and there's not really that much there, but you're making all these choices from scarcity. Yeah. Like you're not operating from that new reality that you yeah. set for yourself. And if you are operating from the new reality, you're gonna do stuff that's bold and brave, mm-hmm. and that frankly seems crazy to normal people. But if you look at all the great people throughout history and the things that they've done, they come to it with this sense of boldness. Mm-hmm. You know, Even today, like you look at like a guy like Elon Musk, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna build a space company that competes with NASA. You know, that's insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like honestly, if you were his friend, you'd be like, "Bro, what? You're gonna what?" Really? And then he goes on and he does it. You know what I mean? I mean, these people that do these incredible things—it's like they—they don't—they either don't have that little voice in the back of your head that says that this is impossible, or if they do have it, they just
3: disregard it. Well, that's one of the side effects of daily conditioning every day when you do this every single day. And the other part too, is when you're in gratitude for what, what's coming to you, but you're experiencing it now, you're feeling it now that now, like you said, broadcast to the universe. This is who I am. This is what I'm about. And I'm giving thanks in advance and worry, for example, is the opposite of that. That's praying for what you don't want, but that's also broadcasting that. So intentionally for me, my go-to was anger and frustration because I did what you did, you, or you said, you know, I look at the news, I look at this, and I was already starting that spiral to react to what the world was doing, what, but I was not claiming my power. But when I move through gratitude and I start giving thanks for that, all of a sudden I realize how blessed I am. No matter what happens today, I'm blessed. I have a roof over my head, that's better than half the world. I have running water, that's better than half the world. I have money in my bank account, I have food in the fridge. And I go to what I'm feeling and I'm super grateful for that I can see, touch, and feel right now. Mm -hmm. Then I go to what else are those goals as if they're here now. And that's incredibly powerful.
1: I think what sometimes people miss with the whole gratitude exercise, because so many people talk about it, right? It's not like this new concept. It's definitely a universal truth that if you live more in gratitude, you're going to have a happier, more fulfilled life. But I think what happens when people sit down to do their gratitude, right, is they're they're just doing this list. Like, yeah, right. of course I'm grateful for my kids. Of course I'm grateful for my family. Of course I'm grateful for my house. And I think the distinction that both of you are really talking about that some people miss is really having an emotional experience yes. or mm-hmm. connection to it. So it's one thing when I say, Oh, I'm grateful for my kids. And it's a very different when I say, Oh my gosh, I am so grateful that we had the most Mm -hmm. amazing family dinner last night. I can't believe my 17 year old is like telling me all these hilarious, funny, and two grown up stories, but we're having so much fun together. And I'm so blessed that I have such an amazing relationship with my teenage son. Who would have thought? Right. And that's one. And then go on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Right. But you can see the difference by talking about it. Like your whole whole
0: being (laughs) lights up. yeah. 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 I'm grateful for my wife. Or yeah, whatever you know yeah. like, oh oh, <laughs> you're letting it get into your bowl yes. and, and that's and, the key and the
1: thing is is you know and i write it down every day 10 things and it's really easy kids you know because they're on there right. you guys are on there yeah like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's so it's like russ 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 and or, then yeah, like yeah. one more and thing and then like mark way at the bottom <laughs> yeah but it's one of those things that it, you know and you're kind of it, for me at first it's very cognitive right you're yeah. up in your head you're like oh what you know, what in the last 24 hours, what am I grateful? And you look around you're like, oh, we had dinner over there. Okay. Dinner with family. Oh, oh, my dogs are so cute. Cute dogs. Oh, oh, I'm so happy. I had a great meeting with the leadership team. Oh, I'm so grateful. You know, and and again, it's Mm -hmm. very cognitive, but then you take that list and then you, you go to the specific, what did I love about dinner last night with the family? What do I love about sitting out here on my deck in Nashville with this green trees. Like it feels so good. This was once a dream and I live here now, right? And that is that emotional connection. And when you get that emotional connection and then you add on, like you were talking about, right? The the what I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. in the future, what I'm gonna create in the future, anything is possible because now you've moved yourself emotionally. Yeah. And that's, that's the key to that gratitude. You have to be lit up and feel moved by it. And if you're just doing a list, it's great, it's good, but it's, it's really not, not like getting the juice well, out when of When you it. talk
0: about the future stuff, you're breaking that pattern too, because yeah. most of the time when people think about their goals, they think about it with the sense of like dread or like trepidation or like, I remember I was working with a girl one time and I just asked her like, what are your goals for the next year? And she literally like started shaking because she's just like so afraid to like, just commit to yeah. saying what her goals were, you know? So when most people think think of doing something that that exceeds their current capabilities or their current perceived capabilities, they get scared, they get trepidatious. And so and so you, you might have someone do something like goal setting, but it's an emotionally negative experience because mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do that. But when you link it to the gratitude you're already doing, you're already in that state of gratitude. And then you start thinking about the future stuff staying and the in frequency. that state of That's gratitude. Right. So now it's like you're breaking that pattern of fear and dread, and you're just getting into that, that pattern of fulfillment, even though you're talking about stuff that maybe hasn't happened yet. Right. And, and, and it radically just changes the, the emotional tone that your goals have. And that really is the most important thing, I think. We,
2: we've talked about our kids as part of that morning routine, right? It's like, I can get done before the kids wake up or before they you know, have to take them off to school but i think our kids oftentimes too can help us bring in that specificity I and mean, they don't, they don't have those barriers right and they don't have those those moments in life that cause them to, to pull back or think why they couldn't accomplish it And so if you know if you're ever struggling to find that gratitude or to go deep incorporate the kids ask them it's like hey, what are, what are you grateful for? And they'll go into the detail of, oh, the sound of the birds and this bird and I saw that bird. And it's like our brain like summarizes, oh, yeah, nature, check, right? Like yeah. we just like compress all of it. <laughs> but kids are so good at pulling that piece into it without having those barriers locked in. It's like they dream and they dream and they don't, they don't come up with the scared dynamics that you're talking about, mm-hmm. right? So I think they don't have
1: those limitations. I saw this great video talking about social media, but... I was on the plane yesterday and it was this little, like, I don't know, she's like five or six, and somebody's interviewing her. And she's like, What do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she's like,
2: hmm,
1: a lady. She goes, No, a puppy. I want to be a puppy. <laughs> right? Like, she was like, no idea that, like, oh what? that's not an option. Like, okay, <laughs> but the excitement around it, right? Like just what what's right there and what can I what brings me joy? I want to be a puppy. Right.
3: <laughs> But to to wrap it up in a lot of that too, though, is that for me, it was a game changer when I started doing a morning ritual. When Mm -hmm. I moved from being reactionary, responding to what the world was throwing at me and put my goals, myself and my dreams first, everything else started to align and i think you're right though you have to do what actually stimulates you and activates you in your heart because if it's just check the box there's not enough energy that didn't move me i had the same goals for a decade i write them down all the time but when they started to shift was when i started to emotionalize Mm -hmm. and give thanks for them right now as if they had them Mm -hmm. and then the day every single day changed after that because i knew what i was going to do today maybe it was get sales and like you said I'm going to get three sales today. And I get on the phone, I get blown off the first call. I don't feel real good. I do a second call. I don't, and I have to go back to the feeling of the goal and I feel it again. And because I do it every morning, I can go right back to the feeling Mm -hmm. immediately. And I get the third one, the fourth one, and there they are. But you know, you, we talk about abundance and then you open up all your mail and it's all bills. So you have to condition that. Otherwise, the reality in the short term is going to stop you from making that jump to the real dream you want.
2: I think that morning routine also has to be carried in through the day. So when you have Very those much. calls that derail you or stuff that distracts you midday, it's good to have that little reminder midday of like, hey, I'm going to just do a quick 30 second gratitude moment. So it's kind of like you get the plate spinning early in the morning. And then you just have to do one little thread through the course of the day just to keep that carried on and having that evening routine as well, just like the journaling and then recapping. Noting I also them, yeah. noticed a significant difference
3: of level of getting what you was talking about: energy, focus, and influence. When I did my my routine, which was soundtrack of awesome, listening to my favorite songs that get me juiced, gratitude, my purpose journal, my my brag book, and the different things that I do, then during the day when I had challenges, then I was much a better version of me, showing up to mm-hmm. everything I faced. If I skip it or I skipped my workout, I'd be there, and I was always reactionary and I was a one step behind. Mm-hmm. So definitely works. Thanks for tuning in to
0: today's show. A brand new episode will be released every Wednesday, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash C-A-L-L and book an appointment to speak with our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging, whether that's $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 or more. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy that you should be using to reach them. Remember, building an incredible coaching business or professional services company does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped clients from all over the world scale their businesses to six or seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. So to see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com
3: forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.